engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the rolling pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. And of course, a very beautiful time of the day to you joining us now, joining us today, wherever you are in the universe. Thank you so much for being here. It's always an astronomical thing to have you joining us today. Um, this is The Void Show. On Active FM, as all of us keep saying, radio has never been better. My name is Andrew, and I am your show host of all time. Really excited to be here. Really happy to be here. Always happy, actually, to be here. Because being here every day, every week, is an opportunity to learn more about our universe, right? To learn more about how the world really works. Okay, um, it, it's a beautiful thing, right, to know that scientifically. And, I mean, you know, science is not really all about complex things, difficult things. Uh, but it's beauty, you know, it's poetry. Um, there's this, this beauty in it, this poetry. In what way? In a way that um, looking at a sunset is beautiful, right? It's obviously beautiful. Looking at the moon is beautiful. And... Um, I don't know if I should say coincidence. Um, I don't think it is. But as I'm recording this, I'm looking at the beautiful moon rising, right? So so that's beautiful. You know, looking at the stars marching through the night sky, that's beautiful. That's great. Looking at the mountains, it's beautiful. You know, you know that smell? Um, the smell, I don't even know how to explain this, but it's a smell that you that you smell <laughs> after, you know, after rainfall on the ground, on the soil, you know, that smell, that's just soothing. It's amazing. Now, these things are all beautiful. Looking at the leaves, they are beautiful. But you just imagine if you could know, you know, the science behind that. And, and maybe the science, the, the term science really turns you off. But like, like, imagine if you could know then the dynamics of how that works. I mean, you could tell your grandchildren about that, right? You could tell them about the universe, how, how it works, right? Um, isn't that a beautiful thing? It definitely is a beautiful thing. And so, you surely have seen what we're discussing today, right? We're going to be speaking about um, heat, okay? We're going to be speaking about heat and... Um, I mean, heat is an all-important part of our lives. It 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 it, it really is, okay. And uh, who thought? I mean, who who could have thought really that one day heat would be a key to open many doors? I mean, even the door to your work, right? I mean, nowadays we know that, I mean, we have to take your temperature to check your heat and all that stuff. I mean, who would have thought that heat would uh, sort of be the pinnacle of our everyday life, right? Who would have thought? Nobody would have thought that, right? So, so um, heat, we, we definitely owe our life to it, right? Not in a sense of COVID-19, but in a sense that it, it really plays an all important part in our daily lives okay um body temperature you can imagine that um heating systems right the, the, that is what we call heating systems 
They keep us comfortably warm in winter, right? You know what we're speaking about. In the summer, we are able to control the temperature. Okay, how do we do that? We prefer to keep the indoor temperatures lower, right? By doing what? By means of air conditioning, right? We, we can do that. We then have what we call heat engines. Have you heard of a heat engine? We've got what we call heat engines and um, your car, right? It works with what we call uh, heat engines, okay? Um, heat engines would normally supply power for automobiles, okay? We're speaking about cars, trucks, you know, um, locomotives, right? Your airplanes, your rockets, right? And, and, um, heat, heat, I mean, heat engines, they can also be used, or they actually used to generate electricity. Okay, that I used to do that. I mean, it's it's heat engines, right? They do all the things, right? And we know if heat engine is used to sort of generate electricity, electricity operates machines, right? Your television, your telephone systems, uh, we really owe life itself to heat, okay? We know our, our, our bodies, in a sense, are heat engines, we know that, right? The food we eat, it's sort of a fuel and it keeps us warm and it supplies us with energy for our various activities, right? So, so really heat is a big thing, right? It, 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 it genuinely is a, is a big thing because I mean, nowadays you can sort of know if you probably have COVID-19 or not by just knowing your temperature, right? Your level of heat. So let's try to understand uh, the physics of heat today. And let us see where that leaves us. So, um, right after this, we will be continuing our talk. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Johan Kruger from Creation Ministries International. I uh, just want to say to you that uh, I serve a great and wonderful God that created everything. And He created me and He also created you. Beautiful. So, we are obviously speaking about heat and we have agreed that heat is an all-round, all-important part in our daily lives, right? Um, by that we mean hate sort of plays an all-important uh, role in our daily lives, right? We have agreed uh, to that. We spoke about everything that sort of heat does, right? But I, I'm, I'm not even sure that we sort of have covered everything that heat does, but it's obviously an important thing, right? I mean, during winter, we need heat, right? I mean, I I, I thought I liked winter, but I don't think so anymore. <laughs> I don't think so anymore. Um, um, that's the story for another day. But then um, heat is obviously very important. And what we're going to be doing today is to... Um, we're going to try to speak about the nature of heat, okay? We're not going to try. We're actually going to be speaking about the nature of heat. And I want us to, you know, have a bit of a history, right? A scientific history or a science history about, I mean, if you think about it, why do we even study heat, okay? Who were the first people to study heat? Who thought about heat, 
right? I mean, who really studies heat? It's pretty much like what we spoken about before, light. Uh, if you think about light, who 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 studies light? Who studies light? Hey, I mean, I mean, it's crazy, and and you want to sort of scrutinize light, and you're gonna see its waves, its particles, its electromagnetic radi, crazy. Right? I mean, the very first people to really think about these things, they, I don't know, mind-blowing, right? So, so we're going to try to have a little bit of a history on, on the nature of heat, okay? Um, just surface history, right? Surface history to hear on, on, on what really happens sort of with, with heat, okay? But before that, um, before that, we, I mean, I mean, um, uh, I sort of wanted to even, um, I, I just remember this now. I mean, I just reminded, what? I just remembered this now. Wow, okay. Right, now, um, the sun, again, right? We can speak about the sun. The sun is a source of heat, okay? It's the source of heat, um, um, you know, one of the most, I mean, the most known to us, right? The most obvious and the most known to us. It's the source of heat. And, you know, with the sun, I mean, you know, the solar panels, you know, without electricity, if they decide to do the load shedding and stuff, you've got the solar panels. So do you see how important heat, you know, you know, cal we've got calculators that can work with, with heat, right? With, with the solar panels and stuff. So do you see how important uh, heat really is and obviously if we're speaking about the sun it can be an indirect source of heat to the planet earth okay and it can also be a direct source of heat to the planet earth okay and in what way by us receiving heat right that's sort of an indirect source of heat in that way it makes us warm that's that's an indirect uh, source of of heat but if we're speaking about an indirect source of heat from earth that's when we now want to speak about the 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 the, the derivation of earth from the sun okay the derivation of earth from the sun and then you would start to now uh, hear scientists to speak about you know at the earth's internal core You've got heat that sort of reveals itself through volcanic eruptions, okay, through geysers, through through the hot springs, right? So that's 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 an indirect source of heat from the sun, and that connection with with the earth, right? That indirect connection, right, to 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 the earth, right? So so again, if we're speaking about the sun. Um, um, and did you know that the sun is sort of like, I mean, you can just search this on online, but I mean, the sun is like 100, approximately, yeah, approximately 150 million kilometers from Earth. It's like 150 kilometer, 150 million kilometers from Earth. And, and I mean, it's, the sun is the source of heat. I mean, it's the source of heat, and, and in that way, it maintains life upon planet Earth, right? And imagine the connection. It's 150 million kilometers away from Earth. So in astronomical terms, we would say the sun is one astronomical unit away from the sun, okay? 150 million kilometers equals one astronomical unit. Uh, one astronomical unit. It's pretty much like saying um, 1,000 meters equals 
one kilometer okay 1000 meters equals one kilometer so 150 million kilometers equals one astronomical unit okay you, you you probably have to listen to other shows that that we did about the units that are used in astronomy right so so that's pretty much it about um one of the obvious sources of heat from the sun and then from there we can then now start to speak about um uh, uh the nature of heat okay so here's a bit of a, a, an interesting story so i mean obviously um if if we're going to be speaking about how did the very first people study heat um we we obviously have to say i mean the scientists of earlier times or earlier days they obviously had curious minds right or maybe even curious ideas concerning the nature of heat right there, there's supposed to be somebody who first really said um the, the the nature of heat and here's an interesting thing the early scientists regarded heat as a fluid they thought it's a fluid right and when we're speaking about a fluid a fluid is um a fluid it's liquid right but it's a fluid yeah it's 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 got the fluidity right that's 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 a fluid now it can move right it's it's a fluid so the early scientists thought that heat is a fluid some sort of you know some sort of an invincible some sort of an invincible fluid right and they named this fluid uh what we call caloric okay caloric so because they saw that literally objects can be heated or they can have heat in one way or another they then said okay if 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 everything can have heat or can be heated or can be warm in one way or another humans you know planets stars that's heat hey your your car your heater heating systems that's heat so they said okay if because they can have heat then all substances or everything and anything it's supposed to contain this fluid caloric to some extent depending on how hot they were you get that so 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 the idea was that uh, uh the the idea was that so let us say um um obviously if if we're gonna be um you know in the early days you would have um some sort of a stove right or a fire okay let's think of a stove i don't know if you know these big old stoves that were if if you wanted you know they served as heaters of course they are heaters right um you would have wood or you would have coals right and you would literally sort of start throwing them inside these big stoves i'm not talking about electric stoves or anything these those old stoves that you know they would have a chamber and and the smoke would be coming out of that chamber right from the house right so smoke chamber something like that so you would have those and and i mean they were heaters right instead you would just have to put in the wood or coal in the stove and and you know start making fire so so obviously when you would do that it, it's pretty much like a heater okay if if obviously you're gonna be lighting some heater the room is gonna be starting to get warm right so the idea with this uh caloric which is this fluid right it was thought that um um heat is 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 a fluid okay they said okay 
Okay, this is the idea. In cases of bodies hitting one another, like maybe I'm holding a body and it's going to hit one another. Obviously, uh, uh, if, if you're going to be uh, lighting up a heater, then the, the room is going to suddenly become warm, right? So obviously that's, that's uh, you know, a heat moving from the heater to the room, all right? Or if you're placing your hands near the heater, then your hands are suddenly going to get warm. And so that's sort of, you know, the, the, there's a connection between what's from the heater and to your hands, right? There's that connection. So the idea was that, okay, if, if, if one body was heated by another body, it was because this fluid, the caloric fluid, was transferred from the hotter body to the cold body, right? So the fluid sort of moved in that way. So the idea was that if, if, if things are going to have to move, then they have to be fluids, okay? And so if I'm going to be having cold body and I'm going to be placing it next to a warm body, obviously the cold body is suddenly going to start getting warm. And so the idea to explain that was that, okay, because we think of heat as a caloric fluid, then the idea is 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 that the, then this fluid must move from the hotter body to the to 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 what to to the cold body so that was sort of the idea behind that and and um this this then proceeded to say right and 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 sort of this is you it, it sort of serves as as a confirmation to this idea of 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 fluid right um it was then later confirmed by the fact that as as fuels burn right as fuels burn they decrease in weight right it was confirmed by that that as fuels burn they decrease in weight but the thing was when scientists sought to determine the change in weight right in heated bodies they found that the results are often contradictory or they are often you know uh, uh, are confusing hey so 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 and 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 because of that it does not mean they they actually did not even so because of this you know these contradicting results they did not actually um um abandon the caloric theory right because a lot of times if if the theory does not work in science they would sort of abandon it they did not abandon the caloric theory but they simply revised the caloric theory and say okay um, heat is a fluid, but then it's a weightless fluid. Okay? It's a weightless fluid because, I mean, if they were, it, it, the thing is, if they had to say it's a fluid, then it, 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 it had to have mass, right? And so when they did experiments to sort of prove that um, um, it, it results with heat were contradicting, okay? Or they, they, they really had weird results. And so... Um, they revised the caloric idea theory to say, okay, heat is still uh, fluid, but then this fluid is uh, um, is is weightless. In other words, it does not have weight. So that's a little bit of history, and um, this is obviously all the way back in time. I think we we deserve a song. Let us play a song. Uh, what are we playing today? We're gonna be uh, playing face to face, featuring. Kenzie, joy.
And of course, that was Face to Face featuring Kenzie playing on a radio station that is Active FM. Uh, thank you so much for still being here today. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Uh, you are still listening to The Void Show. Uh, my name is Andrew and I am your show host of all time. We are speaking about heat today. And um, if you have just scrolled to this point uh, for some odd reason, I mean, it, it has to be odd, right? It cannot be an even reason. Um, you might just really want to go back and really hear a beautiful history uh, with the heat. You know, heat was thought of as being a fluid, right? Called a caloric fluid. It was thought to be to be that. And, and, and so we had a beautiful discussion on that. So, so obviously now then heat is thought to be uh, this caloric fluid and um, experiments were done and they concluded that, okay, caloric is actually a weightless fluid. Now what's happening? What happens next? So, and, and um, this is in the early, um, you know, 18th century, yes, 18th, 18th century. And actually at around 18th century, you, you you find your physicists, um, um, your your Benjamin Thompson. I don't know if you've heard of Benjamin Thompson. Um, you find your uh, Benjamin Thompson and um, uh, physicist Count uh, Rumford, right? Uh, those are their names. You find them, and those are some of the people who really expanded on and did a lot of research on on heat, and you know they contributed significantly to what is now currently accepted as the correct theory uh, concerning uh, the nature of heat, right? I mean, like your Isaac Newton, as he is, you know, known to be sort of the discoverer of the, the, the law of gravity, these people are sort of known to be um, the, you know, standing at the pinnacle uh, for this, for, for the nature of, of, of heat or for what today is, known as the theory accepted theory for the nature of of heat uh you have your your ramford right um he was one of the people who was <laughs> uh uh who was supervising um in the 18th century the and always this is the 18th uh, century so you find your 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 ramford and in these times um um you know, if you read in the history books, you find that he was one of the people who was supervising the boring. You know, when you bore something, the boring, like, yeah, boring, you get what I mean? The boring of a cannon, right, um, in, 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 in those times. And so what, what he noted was that the gun obviously became very hot after being bored for even a shorter time, right? So there's heat there. He noted that, I mean, the gun became very hot after being bored for, you know, a short time. So what he did uh, was to put uh, an insulator, right, or an insulated, right, and uh, sort of something like a box, right? I mean, if you're speaking of an insulator, it's obviously something that um, um, is sort of um, not conducting, right? So he put that insulator uh, and 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 in a box that contained water in contact with the water barrel. Okay, so this is this is in contact with the the I mean not the water barrel but the gun barrel. Okay, so he placed them in contact with each other, and and what happened was that um, as the barrel 
was now bored, the water in the box became hotter and hotter. So that, that's what he saw. And I mean, if he, if this happens, you can just imagine that it 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 obviously uh, um um after some time started to 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 boil, right? And it it obviously continued to do so, um even when the the tools that he was using no longer continued to sort of cut cut the thing, right? And and apparently. Uh, he he said that it's the rotation of that drill. I mean, as he keeps boring this, it's the rotation of that drill that did what? That transferred the heat to to the water, right? To 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 the water, and and when you 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 also read in the history books, you'd find that. So there's what we call mechanical energy as well. Now. Right. I mean, uh, if if you know one of the laws of of thermodynamics, uh, it's that um, you you can. I mean, heat can only be transferred from one body to another, right? Heat can only be transferred from one body to another, or energy can sort of be transferred from one body to another. So so what 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 if, what he saw, and I mean, you could even say it occurred to him that actually maybe mechanical energy of 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 you know mechanical energy that's of the drill, right? Uh, and when we're speaking about the mechanical energy, that's that's the kinetic energy, right? And the kinetic energy uh, is is energy by virtue of motion. Okay, um, if if you are walking, if 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 there's any motion, you've got kinetic energy. Okay, that's what we call. If if there's any motion, if your car is moving, you are moving. Anything that's in movement, that's in motion, it's got kinetic energy. Right, so mechanical energy is is kinetic energy and potential energy, okay. And potential energy is potential energy in that sense, okay. It's potential energy, energy that is the potential to be converted in other forms of energy. So, so um, he 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 thought that okay, perhaps it's the mechanical energy of this drill that is transformed into heat, okay. And so then from there he wanted to determine the relationship between you know the work done. Um, um, and and the water that's boiled, right? And obviously in physics, when we're speaking about the work done, it's not like you're going to work. In physics, the work done, it's energy, okay? It's energy by virtue of the force and the movement of something else. So so that's uh, what he did. And, and, I mean, he could not really find a definite relationship between that. And then, I mean, years later, in about 19th century, um, you then have your physicists who really uh, proceeded to to work on that, and um, the workings gave rise to a new concept of heat um, that we now call the kinetic molecular theory of 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 heat, right? And um, that's 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 what we pretty much still using today to sort of define what heat is, how it works, the molecules, the particles, right? Why are things boiling? And 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 things like that, right? So, um, uh, 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 thank you so much for tuning in today. Apparently, we have reached the end of the show, and um, right after this, we will um, uh, close, right? <music> my life I wanted to be a gangster. Me too. This 
is decoding the crime verse. And if you haven't picked up what we're doing today, guys, can I tell you the excitement I have right now? It is exhilarating to do this topic because for me, this is the reason I started liking crime. This is my favorite part of crime. That's okay, that's how they <laughs> Okay, she meant it in a good way. <laughs> it's my favorite part to study. And of course, we have just reached the end of the Void show today. And I really want to believe that you enjoyed the show. You learned more about heat. Um, um, I, I'd, I'd really want to believe that, right? You learned something today. And uh, we had a great show. Uh, please do share out the show. This is The Void Show on Active FM. My name is Andrew, and I will see you again next time, same place, with another um, amazing topic. So have a fantastic week ahead of you. Like what you're listening to? Instagram at Active FM 777 and Facebook at forward slash Active FM.